Most people struggle to respond when somebody asks the all too familiar question, what do you do? And because of that, they're missing out on marketing opportunities every day. My name is Kurt Stockwell, and as a StoryBrand certified guide with over 11 years of marketing experience, I've helped hundreds of businesses create marketing that actually works. You're listening to the One-Liner Workshop Podcast, and in every episode, you'll learn how to create a powerful one-liner that'll make people want to do business with you. Ryan Cote is the Director of Digital Services at Ballantine a company specializing in digital and print mail marketing while offering strategic consultation that helps brands connect with their customers. He and his family have been at it for about 60 years, focusing on small businesses, but they're making a shift to a very specific vertical, B2B manufacturing companies. Whenever a brand makes a shift, it's critical to get the entire team on board with your messaging. When your entire team understands the answer to the question, what do you do, especially when you're niching down, Everyone turns into your sales force. Let's help Ryan's team head into the future with this new vertical of B2B manufacturing with a clear and memorable one-liner, not just for him, but for his entire team. Let's get started. Hey, Ryan, thanks for jumping on the podcast. I know that uh, you've got some fun things to talk about today. We know each other kind of through another avenue of your expertise, but uh, you've been telling me about a family business and you're doing some kind of, you're shifting to kind of a new focus with Ballantine. So tell me about Ballantine and kind of this this shift that you're taking with the family business. And then let's come up with a fantastic answer to the question, what does Ballantine do to try to get you more opportunities? Yeah. Uh, thanks, Kurt. Happy to be here. Yeah. So we, we have two sides of the business. It's a, it's a family business. Me, my two brothers, my uncle, my two cousins, and we have other employees that aren't Cotes. We have direct mail and then we have digital. And for digital, for the longest time, we've always just worked with, I wouldn't say anyone, but contractors, manufacturers, uh, professional service. And I really wanted to niche down to B2B manufacturing industrial for a while. And we have a good concentration in that space, like companies that make things for other companies or provide a, a a service for other companies that's like industrial in nature, like CNC machining or something like that. And we finally, I can finally get the blessing of my partners to do it. And so now we're in the process, literally as we speak, of niching down to that B2B manufacturing space. Okay, fantastic. What what has been, just curious, what's been kind of the hesitancy to shift down to B&B manufacturing? It's two things. I think it's, is there growth potential in that space? But I think there is. And we're not looking to be this gigantic agency. And so I, it's not like it's we're a consumer brands agency looking to be, you know, 500 employees. And so we want sustained growth. But I, 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 there's, I, there is, I think there is growth in B2B manufacturing, especially when you're talking about advanced manufacturing, like medical manufacturing and things like that, companies like that. Also, I think there's the fear of saying no to opportunities. Yeah. I don't know if we would say no to opportunities. If we get, because we've been around for, 57, 57 years since the mid-60s. If we get referrals for our contacts, as long as it's a good fit for the team, we can still take it. But what I'm saying is the website, the messaging, the we're going to create a podcast, the, all our marketing efforts will be laser-focused, like my time-focused, be a laser focus on that space. And so I think there's, you know, if you think about like an abundant mindset, I think there's plenty of opportunity out there, plenty of opportunity out there. And I think niching down 
I have experience in this with niching down. It's as you get more clients, it gets easier to get the next client because you have all the social proof and worry there. We have, I have like 15 clients in that space. And so just be, it just becomes the snowball that builds in my experience. Yeah. If you can obviously get a referral network, clients who love you, clients who want to refer you to the, the same kind of like type of client that they are. And when I say that, you know, we all know that just because you have somebody who you've worked with in one uh, discipline and you work with that same kind of company, in another discipline, they're not sometimes even the same type of client and what the type of client just meaning like you love working with these people. And what's great about referrals is a lot of times they will refer to you to refer you to similar people as they are. And, you know, we always say that what we do with, with our services is we help our customers attract the customers they want to serve and keep the customers they love to serve. And so, and I think that this exercise of finding clarity in that first message that they would experience with your brand really does a, a great job of landing that ideal customer because they're look, they, they kind of, you're kind of clearing the fog away from them. So they recognize that you are the type of solution that they're looking for. So let me ask a question around just the discipline that we're working on today, which is a, a one-liner or the answer to the question, what do you do or what does Ballantine do? Currently, what's your biggest struggle when you try to answer that question in a really short, succinct way? I think it's making making it compelling, you know, because there's so many agencies out there. And I mean, there's some, there are certain differentiators with us that we've been around since the mid-60s. We do print and digital very well. Our team is good. But it's really coming up with that real, that differentiator, like that irresistible offer. Um, I mean, I have an idea of of what it is. And that's kind of what we're going to be talking about. But I think that's the biggest the biggest thing, at least in my head. Yeah, that, that's what I'm creating. That's the, that's what I'm telling myself. <laughs> okay. So let's let's just jump into that, the, the differentiator. So we break down a one-liner into three sections. It's It's... What is a problem? What's the problem that you solve? And what we want to do is we want to make sure that that problem is really clear and easy to understand. Like anybody listening to you answer the question, what do you do? And you, and you present the problem, anybody can understand what that problem is. They don't necessarily even have to be in BNB manufacturing because the beauty of a great one-liner is when you can present that to anybody and anybody can understand it, whether you're at a trade show or you're at a backyard barbecue, you never know who they know. And so one of the things that I always really try to do is break it down into an answer that's that anyone can understand. So that's the problem that you're going to that we're we're presenting and then your unique solution to the problem. And then what is the tangible result that somebody will experience when their solution is fulfilled? So what would you say is currently your differentiator? Is it your pres is it your approach to the problem? Is it your solution, or is it like the success? What would where would you say that lands? I think it's our experience. I mean, we we mainly work with small B two B manufacturers. Okay. They they don't have a marketing person, or they have one marketing person, and that person can't possibly do everything. So we become an extension of of his or her team. And so we have a lot of experience going back to when we started the digital division. And we have, we have just have, you know, it's, it's, a, it's technical in nature, creating content can be a challenge, understanding the different businesses. I find it really fascinating because once you start getting into the space, you realize how many companies are out there that you never knew existed that make like these little pieces that go into this piece. And yeah, 
it's really fascinating. It's like opens up your mind to what's out there. So yeah, I would I would say that's so it's your your experience and your focus on small manufacturing companies or small businesses. So that may that immediately makes me kind of think that the problem that your ideal customer would have is there's so many people out there saying we can do your marketing, we can do your marketing, we can do your marketing, and if they don't work with the right type of company that that understands the complexities and the uniqueness of a small business, you can kind of get lost in the shuffle. Would you say that that's accurate? Yeah, because what, like, because like, what, like what I said before, sometimes we work with a company that doesn't have a marketing person, so we're dealing with the owner. So we've had to learn, like, how do we make things easy for them to get the information that we need? How how do we work independently? Because they're not looking to be a marketer; they just they're hiring us because they want our leads. They want their website to do more for them as like a new business source, but they don't know what to do or where to turn or you know what what to tell us to do. Like they just need us to lead them, lead them with all of this. One of the things that I've talked often with our potential customers or our customers is because we do very similar things, but I think a lot of times the, that type of individual that you describe, whether it's the owner or it's the person that was sitting still in a meeting and the owner pointed to them and say, Hey, you're in charge of marketing now, which is the case for a lot of sometimes all businesses. How'd you become the marketing director? I was there on a Monday when we had a meeting and <laughs> I mean, like I didn't, I didn't look like I didn't have anything to do. So now I'm the marketing director. Um, I made eye contact mission of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, I should have been at the bathroom when they were handing out <laughs> abilities. Anyway, the, the thing that I think that all of them are looking for is what's the, what's the next right decision when it comes to our marketing, right? What's the next right decision when it comes to SEO or a website or a campaign or print or billboards or radio or, you know, ad spend, you know, all of those kind of things. Would, would, would you say that that's kind of where you niche into your, your expertise is, is guiding them, whether they're the owner or the person that caught eye contact with the owner and got, got all of a sudden a new job title. Would you say kind of that's your yeah. sweet spot? Yeah, I would say so because they typically it is not an insult to anybody means they just don't know what to do or the, you know they don't know what they don't know and so they're starting to look and I'm just talking about our typical client there's they they've had a website but it's not doing anything for them and they're just that pain point they're 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 ready to change it and then they're like okay well what do we do they don't know about SEO and LinkedIn ads and what the options are and SEO and link building and all that's all the like all the noise out there for digital and so. I would say our speed spot is becoming there. We make it easy for them. They kind of just plug in. All, all they're looking for are leads, like the yeah. SEO and the ads. That's just a means to the end. They're just looking for leads. They have this website and they want it to do something for them. They want it to be like a silent salesperson. They just don't know what to do. They don't know what their options are. They don't want to know. They don't They don't have the time to focus on it. And so that's been our sweet spot is working with those small B2B manufacturers that can literally, literally just plug into our system and then, you know, we work independently, like, yeah, we'll need approvals for them on certain things. We'll need maybe some key points to hit in a blog post, but we can keep our time requests on their end to a minimum, especially after working with them for a, a little while. So that's, that's, that's our, 
our sweet spot. So would you say that if we identified the problem of for most small B2B manufacturing companies, marketing and acquiring consistent leads is difficult? Digital marketing and acquiring consistent leads with their website, I guess you could say. There's a lot of these, a lot of these B2B, they, they're getting leads. They have like outbound sales people that are doing trade shows or making cold calls. It's more about like this whole online world. How do we make that work for us in parallel to what the salespeople are doing? Okay. So if we said for some, for most small B2B manufacturing companies, acquiring leads with digital marketing is, would you say it's difficult? It's confusing. It's confusing is a good word. Challenging, complex. Confusing. I guess they're all kind of the same thing, right? But confusing and challenging. Yeah. So if we said that that was the problem for most small B2B manufacturing companies, acquiring leads with digital marketing is challenging or is difficult. Yeah. I mean, those words mean the same to me, but, but really I think confusing. If I think about my, I'm just like thinking about my conversations with these folks and uh, it's often confusing. Like what's this SEO stuff and, what do I need to know and how do I do it and how do we use it? And so there's always, there's usually this confusion, right? which is understandable because they don't do this work. Their work is confusing to me. And so, <clears throat> you know, that's where we come in to simplify it. Okay. Do you not like the word confusing? Do you think it's like a, they might get defensive to that? Like I'm not confused or. No, I think we're going to keep it in there, but I think we're going to make that sentence a little juicier by saying they're missing out on big sales opportunities because acquiring leads with digital marketing is confusing. Yes. I like that. Yeah. Most, most small B2B manufacturing companies are missing out on big sales opportunities because um, acquiring leads with digital marketing is confusing. Would you say it that is, kind it of is Things are always changing. And you got AI and it's like this ever changing universe. Yeah. So I like that. Let's let's say that that's the problem that we're that we're floating out there. Mm -hmm. And then let's talk about the solution. So you are unique because of your experience, because of your ability to work with work with small businesses. And would you say you specialize in working with small businesses? I would say so. I don't know if it's the small business or if it's the fact they don't have a marketing person and we fill that role very well, very okay. cost effectively too. And those people happen to be small businesses. It's also, we also like it too, because if we're working with the owner or we're working with one person, it's like, a, it's a good relationship. You know, like we're, we, we're a big part of their team and you can feel that they're excited about it as opposed to working with a marketing team of 15, right? you know, where we're just a vendor, you know, that's been my experience at least, you know? And so, yeah, it's, it's a different kind of relationship. We offer a plug and play system where they could just plug into what we do for a lot of different clients and they don't have to like, what do we do now? Do you use it words like we join your team, we work along with your team, we- Yes, 100%. Um, yeah, become an extension of your team. Okay. Because if they have a marketing person, we never, I don't think we've ever taken over someone's job that I know of at least, and we become an extension. If they have one person that's in-house and it's marketing, but they're kind of marketing, 
what they're usually doing is coordinating trade shows, doing social media, and then we come in and fill in the gap for SEO, ads, content, all that very time-consuming technical stuff, and then they handle the social. So there's, we're very flexible. It's, it just depends on what the client needs, but that's generally how it goes down. Okay. And the team is, like I said, we have the experience, but the team has worked with just many clients of this and, and they, of this this nature. And it's not like sexy work, but it's it's interesting work, and the team enjoys it. Okay, so if you if we said the solution is we be, we have a proven process and become a trusted marketing extension of the business and then we need to put a so that in there. Probably what we want to say is something like so that their digital marketing is consistently bringing in new sales opportunities and their business grows. Yeah. Yep. Part of me wants to say via their website, but I think I'm just hung up on that. It's generally where the leads come from, but I think that's probably more granular than it needs to happen. I think it's understood if it's yeah. digital, it's probably the website, you know? So what if we said something like, so that their digital marketing becomes a trusted resource for leads and sales opportunities? Yes. That 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 sounded good to me, my first impression. Okay, so I'm let me... <clears throat> Let me reread that here. Because there's one of the things that's difficult to do with a one-liner is try to put this into a few, a couple sentences without diving into everything that you do. Like you mentioned website. Should we put in website? No, we should probably should leave it there. Leave it out because it's just kind of muddied the waters a little bit. You know, your proven process has a lot of nuance to it. You're uh, becoming an extension of their of their team related to like like the the marketing aspect of it has a lot of nuance to it so but the whole point of getting the the essence of what Ballantine does into a couple sentences is it just brings that individual into the next step of your conversation whether that's verbal whether that's on your website whether that's through you know like an ad um, that you're running whether that's through a LinkedIn article whatever they're seeing the things that kind of resonate with them and they're wondering okay how do they do this then and then you're right. you know into the next conversation so what if we said it this way most small b&b manufacturing companies are missing out on big sales opportunities because acquiring leads with digital marketing is confusing using a proven process and becoming a trusted extension of their business a trusted marketing extension of their business, we transform their digital marketing into a consistent resource for leads and sales. Yeah, I think that's excellent. <clears throat> okay, yeah, so excellent. it's a little choppy there. Let me see if we can make it a little bit better. Hold on, one, one second here. Let me monkey. Choppy means too too long, or it doesn't 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 flow. I just want to make sure it flows really well. So let me see if we can tweak it a little bit. All right. I'm going to stick this in the chat. Okay. <laughs> what you think? Go ahead and write right. that. I got it. Hmm. All right. So most small B2B manufacturing companies are missing out on sales opportunities because acquire, acquiring leads with digital marketing is confusing. Using a proven process and serving as a reliable extension of their marketing team, we transform their digital marketing into a consistent resource for leads and sales. Yeah. I think that's, and that nails it. And I think it's, I think it's, 
it's, it's what's the word I'm looking for? Like they're gonna understand what we're saying. I think it's it's attractive. It makes probably gets their wheels turning, or at least interested to to learn more, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's accurate to what we do, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Excellent. Cool. I like it. I think that the like you said, it's anybody can understand the concept of sales, missing out on sales, and anybody can. I think the word that will resonate with people is consistent a consistent resource for leads and sales. Yes. Yes. Because when they try to do it themselves, because they don't have the resources in the house, it becomes not consistent. I like proven because we've done it so many times for clients, reliable. That's a very good description of what we try to be. Yeah. And it's all about, I mean, it's all about leads and they turn to leads and sales. So it's all very consistent with what we, what we do. Perfect. I love it. Where do you think you'll use it first? On the website. Probably the homepage, maybe the about page to figure okay. to figure it out. But yeah, definitely maybe maybe below the 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 main headline of the homepage or something like that. I have to play around with it, but yeah, definitely want to give it exposure. Yeah. That's exactly where you should put that. What you want to do with your website website is you want to open with a very simple description of what you do. So you might say like marketing services for small B&B manufacturing companies. I mean, that could be like the title of the website when they open the web, you know, like come to your website and it's living kind of above the fold of the laptop. You could say it that be there, that specific. And then when somebody scrolls, so maybe you would uh, also kind of list with, with kind of like a, a series of, of bullet points or something, you know, maybe like website SEO ad spend, you know, kind of list the things that you do right underneath that, that super simple description. And then the next thing that they see is this statement and this statement, what that does is it identifies, it kind of sets the stakes, right? So the stakes are, it's confusing, it's inconsistent. Then you can start, you know, that obviously the process and reliable and all of those things you're hitting that. And then their natural inclination then is to go, wow, I really identify with that. And then you start scrolling down into your services, into about you, all of those kind of things. So it really tees it up for the rest of the website. Put it right up and right, right. The first, the second thing that they see when they scroll down the website. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Thanks for doing this. To do it on this, on the, on the fly like this is impressive. So obviously, obviously you've done this a lot. Yeah, we've done it a lot. Yeah, and one of the things that uh, I think I mentioned earlier is what's really fun is doing this in a room uh, full of people, getting like all of the decision makers in the same room or all the people who need to be on the same page in the room, putting it up on a whiteboard and uh, and doing it on a whiteboard and then getting everybody to go, yeah, that's what we do and that's how we talk about it. Another thing that, that can be really helpful for your team is once you kind of nuance this into rolling, kind of rolling off your tongue. Maybe when somebody asks the question, Ryan, what do you do? You'll probably want to nuance this a little bit. So it, it really rolls off your tongue and you can kind of modify the, the, the sentences a little bit with the heart of it still, you know, hitting all the important points. And then once you kind of figure out what that answer is, and it feels really comfortable to say it, then share it with your team and tell your team, this is how you answer this question. Uh, when somebody asks what you do, because the, you never know where that next sales opportunity is. And when you can unify your team 
into this Salesforce that has this really simple answer to the question, what do you do? Your opportunities are, you know, expanded. Yeah. You're giving me an idea. I'm trying to, everyone in the team knows we're making this pivot and they seem excited, but I'm trying to like tease them with stuff to get them more excited. So I'll definitely share this with them and say, Hey, check this out. You know, it's, I'm trying to like, it's almost like a launching, I'm trying to launch this with them where they get yeah. excited, you know? Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Thank well, you. hey, thanks for your time, man. Appreciate it. And happy birthday tomorrow. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Appreciate all right. that. <laughs> all right. Hey, God bless. We'll see you soon. Take care. Bye. Well, that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Follow the One Liner Workshop wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, businesses that succeed in today's marketplace invest in clarity and reject confusion. A great one liner is just the first step in creating marketing that works. And if you're ready to take all your marketing to the next level, please visit welldressedwalrus.com and schedule a free consultation with me. If you'd like to learn more about StoryBrand and Donald Miller, the creator of the one liner, check out the book, Building a Story Brand, wherever books are sold. I'll see you next time for the next episode of the One Liner Workshop.